0: Always a pleasure to say good morning and welcome to the medical director of the Vancouver Infectious Disease Center and adjunct professor at Simon Fraser University. Good morning, Dr. Brian Conway, and a belated Happy New Year to you, sir.
1: And a Happy New Year to you, Sterling, to all the listeners.
0: It's great to have you back with us, Dr. Conway. We're here to talk about XBB 1.5, the new COVID-19 variant known already as Kraken variant. First, before we get too deeply into this new variant, Dr. Conway, what is a variant? And should we be worried every time a new one is announced?
1: A variant is just a new virus that's genetically different from the virus we've been used to And it may have some different characteristics, be more transmissible, cause more severe disease and the like. But it's just part of the natural evolution of COVID. And we need to get used to this going forward in COVID world.
0: So, again, the COVID variant is one of probably quite a number of variations on the COVID-19 original problem. Is that correct? And
1: this is what we should expect with COVID, with this virus. It changes in its genetic code quite easily. And when one of these new genetically different viruses has different characteristics, it transmits more easily. It crowds out the old variant. This is just the next one in what I expect to be a long series of variants that we will encounter going forward.
0: Indeed. Now, Dr. Conway, last time you and I spoke about this subject, I asked you point blank, is it quite likely that going forward, we're going to be required to get an annual COVID shot, pretty much in the same way that it's recommended we get an annual flu shot? You agreed at that time, just to sort of confirm that uh, uh, that, uh, that point that you were making a, a few weeks ago?
1: Absolutely. And it's quite certain to me that this will be the case. And beginning next fall, we will be getting our yearly flu shot, our yearly COVID shot, ideally at the same time to make the whole thing more efficient. And this is just going to be part of our normal lives going forward.
0: Okay, so let's talk about this Kraken variant and, and why on earth they've given it a name that's either either cute or scary, depending on how you interpret it. Uh, again, this it's almost a public relations exercise to name these variants. Why on earth did they choose Kraken this time around?
1: Well, I'm glad that it isn't named after a hockey team. It's named after a sea monster. Okay. So that uh, should reassure the uh, hockey fans. In Seattle that we're not uh, picking on them. I think it just relates to release the Kraken. I think it's just wanting to, to attract our attention to the fact that COVID is still out there. We need to continue to deal with it in our daily lives and do things that we know how to do to stay as safe as possible.
0: Right. Now, let's talk about those uh, those protective measures that every person can take in order to reduce their uh, their uh, likelihood of getting uh, this variant. So let's talk about basic protective practices we all can take, Dr. Conway.
1: The first of these is vaccination. Scientific information released in the past couple of weeks shows that the bivalent vaccine does provide significant protection against the new variant. Three out of four British Columbians have not received the bivalent vaccine. That's probably the best New Year's resolution you can have. It's always been our first line of defense, the vaccine, and it remains so, and in this case, the bivalent vaccine. Stay home if you're sick. If your colleague shows up at work sick, send them home. We want to isolate ourselves if we're sick to reduce transmissions. Wear a mask if it seems appropriate to do so and keep washing your hands. These are all things we know how to do and we need to continue to do them.
0: Okay, let's talk about the bivalent vaccine for a moment, if you don't mind, Dr. Conway. What would that be for those of us, for example, who have been following all the recommendations on our up on shot number four or number five? Would number five, for example, the most recent, have been the bivalent vaccine? By
1: and large, British Columbians who have been vaccinated in the past four to five months would have received the bivalent vaccine. That's okay. the one that became available. That's the one that you would have been given as a booster, and more recently, it's the one that really uh, has been preferred as a first shot, as you begin your immunization series for the uh, the British Columbians who had not uh, decided up until now to get uh, to get vaccinated. Uh, probably, it's a good idea to make sure as you as you uh, get the shot to to ask that it is the bivalent one. That's the only one provide significant protection against this new uh, variant or the best protection at the very least. And uh, that's, that's, I think, the key thing that we, that we should all do uh, at this point in time.
0: Right, I also wanted to ask you about children, Dr. Conway, because you, essentially we've been referring in, in, so far in our, co- in our conversation to basically adults. What about our kids? Are there, for example, uh, a, a child dose bivalent vaccines available now?
1: Not yet. And uh, that's a very great point that you make, uh, Sterling. The uh, regular vaccine that's been approved for children in the reduced dose is certainly uh, worth getting. It does provide some protection. And especially in younger children, we've not uh, gone forward as well as we could have with getting uh, getting children vaccinated. Uh, the rates are still very low. So I think mm-hmm. that uh, should be part of what, uh, what we need to do uh, going forward to protect children against COVID.
0: So is there, is there a way of using or, or partnering with the school systems to perhaps boost uh, receptivity to the notion of more BC children becoming vaccinated?
1: I think we need to have that conversation in the schools, you're quite right, is to show that children have gotten vaccination almost since birth, that it's changed the face of illnesses in this generation. There are illnesses that children now don't even know exist because we've vaccinated them against against them. So, so COVID is just the next in that series. To really try and normalize that and increase vaccination rates using the school system would be a great idea.
0: Indeed. Uh, Dr. Conway, before we let you get up to some good skiing activity this weekend, I wanted to talk to you about long COVID. This is perhaps the, the aspect of the whole COVID-19 crisis that we know the least about because it is indeed very much a work in progress. How much do you know, for example, about the Kraken, the newest identified variant, and its potential effect long-term?
1: Well, in so much as it will increase the likelihood of an individual possibly getting infected again, we know that multiple episodes of infection increase the risk of long COVID. And I think that's the the new contribution that the, the variant uh, the XBB 1.5 brings into the picture, and it's another good reason to uh, to try and avoid getting infected. Is not only to, uh, to to avoid the infection itself, but reduce the likelihood of long COVID.
0: So again, uh, if one wants to learn more uh, beyond a conversation between you and me on the radio, where would they go online? I mean, a, Goog- a Google search will produce endless results. Uh, can you recommend a spot online for? for interested people to go to and and learn more about what they're surrounded by these days?
1: Well, reputable sites are are excellent. The CDC site in the United States, the Public Health Agency of Canada, or PHAC site in Canada, provides up-to-date information and reliable links for individuals who would want to get into more detail than uh, that uh, preliminary search uh, would uh, would yield. And of course, find a local expert if you just want to talk about it. Uh, There are many other individuals like myself who are very familiar with this field and could answer more specific questions than can be answered online.
0: Indeed. Dr. Brian Conway, medical director at the Vancouver Infectious Disease Center and soon-to-be skier on the slopes of Whistler. Thanks ever so much for this. Have a great day on the slopes. Always a pleasure, Sterling. Until next time.